This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello, and thanks for listening to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider visiting my website at josephscrimshaw.com. From there, you can sign up for my fan list, find out about upcoming shows, and look at a picture of me dressed as a squirrel. Plus, you can also buy my book, Comedy of Doom. People are saying things like, Comedy of Doom by Joseph Scrimshaw, a book that will get you laid and prevent you from dying. (laughs) And of course, Comedy of Doom? Jesus Christ! Holy fuck! You can also purchase my comedy album, Verbing the Noun. People are saying things like, Verbing the Noun made me feel strange, but also good. And, Also, I understand that most commercials rely on sex to sell things, so here are some sex noises. Oh, 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 oh my god. Okay, Okay, baby, I'm coming. All right, okay. Get off my hair! Okay, okay, okay. Hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. Thanks again, and enjoy Obsessed. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming to the Obsessed Podcast. Uh, this is a special one for me because today is my actual birthday, the day we're recording this. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I am of the opinion that people are only ever three ages, not as old as they want to be, not as young as they want to be, and about 25. And I'm not going to tell you which of those I am. You, you just get to guess. Uh, And since I was actually recording this podcast on my birthday, I wanted to do something that was going to be fun for me, something I've wanted to do for a long time, and that is do an episode about role-playing games. So I've asked some of my dear friends to come and play role-playing games with me, and I want to know kind of what I'm dealing with uh, for the live audience. So by applause, can you applaud if you have played or are familiar with role-playing games? Excellent. Excellent. And can you applaud if you're really unfamiliar with role-playing games? Can you applaud if you're haunted by your spouse's love of role-playing games? Oh! Oh, there is some truth clap in there. Excellent. Uh, now, for, for those few, uh, there's just the one person who doesn't know what role-playing is. And maybe some people listening to the podcast. I actually looked up on Wikipedia the definition of a role-playing game. And it says, a role-playing game is a game in which players assume the roles of characters in a fictional setting. Players take responsibility for acting out these roles within a narrative, either through literal acting or through a process of structured decision-making or character development. Actions taken within many games succeed or fail according to a formal system of rules and guidelines. And then it immediately says on Wikipedia, not to be confused with other forms of (laughs) role-playing. And I got distracted and clicked on that. (laughs) And I did just sit in my home and read Wikipedia's thoughts on sexual role-playing for a little while. (laughs) And Wikipedia has a section on common games that spouses play, like relationships that they take on. And there was one that was written in such a special way that I wanted to share it on my birthday. This, Wikipedia claims, is a common game that people play, which is the relationship between plumber and housewife. (laughs) 
Here's how to play the game if you're interested. <laughs> According to Wikipedia. The plumber is a stranger who enters into the housewife's home and maybe seduces her. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> kind of shitty sexual role-playing would that be? If a plumber just came, fixed your toilet, and fucked off. I hope that got you going, honey. So I also uh, collected on Facebook and Twitter a couple of people's thoughts on what role-playing games mean to them, and I wanted to share those as well. Uh, Joshua Mark Humphrey said, I play RPGs because I like living in fantasy worlds with other people and not just in my own head. I think that's great. Bob Alberti says, I play RPGs because I would lose my job if I were that much of a smartass at work. <laughs> Reed Canoodle says, I game because it's hard to justify meeting up at a friend's house just to drink. <laughs> and finally, Catherine Utke, uh, I believe is the pronunciation last name, says, I play RPGs because they give me a way to share fantastic worlds, strange and cool critters, and exciting stories with like-minded friends. Together we share a few hours every other week, building a communal tale and having adventures that just aren't possible in the real world. And that is exactly what we're going to do tonight. So I would like to welcome uh, my very special guests. First, our first guest is a human man. He's an actor, an improviser, and a professor of abnormal psychology, Mr. Jim Robinson. Hey, Jim. Our next guest is another human man. He is a musician, an actor, a fan of John Denver, and Jim Robinson's partner, Mr. Dennis Curley. Yay, Dennis. Our next guest is a human woman, a dancer, an arts administrator, the co-producer of this podcast, and my wife, Sarah Stevenson Scrimshaw. Hi, honey. I've got the plumber costume at home. <laughs> Our final guest is also a human woman, a writer, a comedian, and a fan of Jane Austen, Shannon Custer! <laughs> Thank you guys all uh, so much for being here. Go ahead and pick up your microphones and we'll get to chatting. Uh, so I want to make it uh, clear because I have this information, but the audience doesn't. Dennis, you are the only person here who has any knowledge of role-playing games, correct? That is apparently true. <laughs> so, Dennis, tell me a little bit about your experience of role-playing games. Uh, I grew up playing Dungeons & Dragons in my basement with my brother and my friends. Yeah, I know, right? Um, and probably since the sixth grade on and um, played all the way through high school. And you're, you're playing right now, right? I am playing right now. I know, this is, this is crazy. Uh, a group of young, I call them the young people because they're all like 20 something. As you said, <laughs> they're 25, right? Exactly. They're all 25. Uh, and uh, we, we, they asked, you know, we were just in conversation, came up that I was into D&D or had been and, and they said, would you DM for us? And I was like, yeah. all right, I will. So I, I dungeon master for the young people and we, we get together every... Uh, <laughs> you dungeon master for yeah, the young people. It's a different kind of role play, yes. right? Uh-huh. Every Sunday afternoon, we get together and we, uh... 
That's what we do. Well, okay, and Jim, what is your understanding of role-playing? What do you know about it culturally? <laughs> um, I, I didn't know anything about it until, until Dennis became the dungeon master for the young people. <laughs> and it's, it's driven a wedge between us, which is practically insurmountable. Excellent. Well, maybe playing together will help. Uh, uh, Shannon, so. what, what is your kind of cultural awareness or impressions of role-playing games? I was the person who clapped when you said... <laughs> <laughs> I have no... What are these? What's happening? I have absolutely no idea. I'm Excellent. so excited. I'm so excited. We'll find out what's happening together. Uh, and, and Sarah, my lovely wife, what do you uh -huh. know about role-playing games? Um, I, I've known a lot of people who play them. I had a lot of friends in high school who played them. My husband plays them, but I've never played one before. And so today I get to learn. Yay! This role-playing game, I wanted to do something kind of uh, different. I wanted it to be a little bit like Dungeons & Dragons, because that's what I think a lot of people think of and associate uh, with role-playing games. But I also wanted it to be a little different, uh, so I made up my own game that's called Wizards & Whatever. That's the name of the game, and the specific name of the adventure that I created for you guys to play, and you guys in the audience to enjoy, is called The Time Scooper of Bat Raven Tavern. Ooh, I know, it sounds really scary, doesn't it? Uh, so I got a little bit of input uh, from my guests, uh, and I created some characters for them to play. So before we start the game proper... I would like each of my guests to go ahead and read their character name and description and background. So go ahead, and Jib. Uh, my name is the Mighty Croc Whore. <laughs> <laughs> my race and species, or race or species, is a sword brute. Um, description, Croc Whore is a hulking man-thing with piercing blue eyes. He wears nothing but a loincloth and a grimace. One of his arms has been replaced with a broadsword. He sweats constantly, even when he's not doing anything remotely active. <laughs> My background, uh, Crack Hoor is a post-apocalyptic war is from a post-apocalyptic war planet called Krondo. He is the leader of a roving band of freedom fighters. He has sworn to defend the weak and the stupid. Crack Hoor is very stupid, so he defends himself the most. Excellent. Oh, well, he's sweating. And uh, Dennis, can you read? Uh, absolutely. Uh, my name is Airy Lithe Pants. And I'm a singing elf. I'm a nimble, fair-skinned elf with a magical voice and a nefarious heart. I have long, flowing blonde hair that constantly falls over my left eye. This is an imagination thing. I, uh, I wear a green, leafy tunic and light, billowing pants that are full of Pockets and mystery. <laughs> I also carry a stabbing flute. A flute I can stab people with. <clears throat> Airy Live Pants comes from the forest of nobility. Everyone there is very noble, except Airy, who is constantly luring people into dangerous adventures with his lovely singing voice. Uh, I also like to steal things and hide them in the pockets of my billowing pants. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Sarah, can you read about your character? Yes, my name is Catherine Dragon Kicker. My race and species, I'm a magic kangaroo. <laughs> Catherine, uh, excuse me, description. Catherine Dragon Kicker is a lady kangaroo. She is tall and slightly furry, and she has a pouch. Because she's a kangaroo. 
She also has a pointy wizard hat because she is a wizard. Background. <laughs> Catherine Dragonkicker, the magic kangaroo, comes from a desert planet called Erethos. Sure? Sure. Uh, it's not real. Get <laughs> <laughs> it right. For several centuries, she has defended her world from a race of evil sorcerers who also happen to be giant beavers. She is wise, noble, and just, but fights constantly with her innate desire to kick people and things. Excellent. Uh, and Shannon, can you read about your character? Okay. <laughs> My name's Nancy Anderson. <laughs> I'm a human woman and FBI agent. Nancy Anderson is short and wiry. She wears a crisp black suit and a pair of dark sunglasses she often whips off her face right before she says something really biting. She carries a badge, flex cuffs, and two guns with plenty of extra ammo just in case. She has lines around her eyes that say, hey, I've seen a lot of horrible shit, but I can still laugh about it. Oh, Nancy Anderson is tough as nails agent for the Federal Bureau of Investigation since she's from Peoria, Illinois, which is an actual place and I can't say it. She's caught bank robbers, kidnappers, and drug dealers. She has a husband named Phil who rubs her feet at night and makes good pasta. She's never seen an elf, a sword brute, or a magical kangaroo before now. Players, do you have any questions before we begin? Why are we doing this? <laughs> For adventure and camaraderie. Huzzah! All right, and so it begins. The time scooper of Bat Raven Tavern. As our adventure begins, you're all going about your normal daily lives. Suddenly, you feel an odd sensation like a great force is pushing on your head and your feet at the same time. There is a blinding white light and you smell toast. When you open your eyes again, you are no longer in your homes. You are now in a tavern made entirely of wood and illuminated by many torches on the wall. The combination of wood and fire doesn't seem wise, but what are you going to do? You are in a place called Bat Raven Tavern. You know it's Bat Raven Tavern because everything says Bat Raven Tavern on it. The glasses, the napkins, the stools, everything. They must have a real problem with theft, you think. Before you can fully take in your new surroundings, there's a loud pop and a little wrinkled old man wearing robes and a fez appears. He floats off the ground. He smiles at you and then he speaks. He says, hello. Thanks for coming. My name is Thaddeus the Ambiguous. I am a wizard. I've brought you here from different places in time and space to complete a simple mission. Each of you must steal an item from this tavern and then successfully leave the tavern. You may choose to work alone, but you will have much more fun if you work together. If you complete this task, you will be returned to your homes. If you do not complete it, you will die. Also, you only have 30 minutes. So to sum up, grab a souvenir, leave the tavern, try not to die, and have fun. Bye! 
And with that, Thaddeus the Ambiguous makes a bunch of big arm gestures, shakes his ass, and disappears with another loud pop. You think maybe he didn't need to shake his ass to disappear, but he just did it for fun. You look at one another and around the tavern. What now? This is bullshit. <laughs> I have to work with all of you. Is that, we're working together? Yes. Okay. Bounce, 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 bounce. My bounce, name's bounce. Nancy. We work well together. <laughs> yes? Absolutely. I'm taking this stool with me, though. <laughs> Wait, that's copyright. Uh. <laughs> do you tell one another your names besides Nancy Anderson? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, I am Airy Lithe Pants. <laughs> I crack whore. <laughs> How's it going? Hi, I'm Catherine Dragon Kicker. Hi, <laughs> Catherine Dragon Kicker. I bounce. <laughs> oh my Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would like to just glance around the tavern and see if there's anything that doesn't appear to be nailed down. Okay, sure. As uh, you glance around the, the tavern, it's just a square wooden room. There are torches on the wall, on the back wall. Uh, there's a bar, and there's a bartender behind it. Uh, there are many loose tables, and there are some matchbooks and some glasses. Everything says Bat Raven Tavern. Uh, on another wall... There's a piano that's kind of sagging. Uh, there's a door to the outside, you would assume, logically, from where the bar is. And then you see a flight of stairs that are going up and a flight of stairs that are going down. You talk to the bartender. I think we should talk to the bartender. Let's go talk to the bartender. Okay. Why are we whispering? <laughs> I don't want the bartender to hear us. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you go, fancy pants? Go talk to the... Bartender. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I, I'm going to shove Crackhore towards the bar. Why, do, why don't you sing me to go there? That is your power. <laughs> to the bar, to the bar, Crackhore. <laughs> Am I saying that right? Crackhore? Crackhore, crack I guess, yeah. Um, Crackhore. Okay, um, hello, bartender. Hello. <laughs> um... <laughs> The bartender, by the way, is a kind of a short, maybe 65-year-old woman. She has like kind of wild white hair. There are a few patches missing. Uh, and she's wearing a t-shirt that says, don't ask about my t-shirt. Uh, me need coaster with name of tavern on it. Uh, there's a bunch of them right in front of you. Uh, I see you got a sword for an arm, but the other hand works, right? I'll stab the cork with my sword and put it in my loincloth. <laughs> well, careful there. <laughs> Don't worry, have worked it out in adolescence. <laughs> okay, so do you do this? Do you, do you stab a coaster and try to put it in your loincloth? Y yes. Okay, I'm going to have to make you roll for that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have what? you roll a d20. Do you know which one is the d20, Jim? The big one. The big one. Okay. Like All right, ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. 
Oh, no! Let's, okay, the first dice is off the table. Okay, go ahead. No, that's okay. Ten. Ten. And what is your luck score? Um, what? Seven. Oh, oh, yeah. So yeah. that means I'm lucky. No, no, no. The way we're playing, you want to roll under all of the numbers. So you failed. So you just stabbed yourself in the junk. So look at your, uh, your sword slash skill and tell me how much damage you, you do with your sword. Um, 2d10. Okay. <laughs> do you know what... Is that you, bad? Do you know which one is the d10? No. Okay, it's that one. Okay, I'd like you to roll that twice and then add the numbers together and then tell me what what the total number is. Okay, zero. That's ten. Oh, that's ten. Yep. <laughs> and zero. That's ten. Okay. Is Crackhorn not man anymore? <laughs> he has no need for loincloth. <laughs> you. He post op now. You did immediately, it's almost your first action in the game, stab yourself in the junk for 20 points of damage. So I am going to say that what you did is you ripped your loincloth entirely away. You removed one of your three testicles and nicked the tip of your penis. So one of your testicles has utterly fallen out. It's plopped under the floor and is rolling toward Nancy Anderson. I've seen this shit before. It's not a big deal. This I understand. Please subtract 20 from your hit points. I'm going to grab the testicle and stick it in the pocket of my billowing pants. (laughs) That's great. Uh, you can You're do that. wise, Ari. That might save you later. Okay, so can you uh, can you act out your response to stabbing yourself in the junk with your oh. own sword arm? Woo! <laughs> Shoot! <laughs> <laughs> Me need noxema. That would really burn. Okay. You know uh, now, <laughs> the yes, Catherine. I ha- I. I remembered that I'm wise and noble, so maybe I shouldn't bounce all the time, so we're calming the bouncing. But I can, um, <laughs> I can do a repair. <laughs> I'm wise and noble. <laughs> don't let me bounce. I can do a repair flesh spell. Can I use that? Sure. On my why, don't you, why don't you talk to your injured mate? In- <laughs> Hi, injured mate. I can't do an Australian accent. Just pretend. Because um, <laughs> I'm a magic kangaroo. <laughs> I'm pretending too. But I'm Catherine Dragon Kicker. Oh, me and I can repair or destroy people's flesh. Should we see if I can repair your flesh? Yes! Do yes! before a second one falls out. <laughs> Seems so obvious. Okay, okay. Uh, do you need this bath? Fix him. Catherine, please. You hold on to it. Okay. Because you might need to be part of the special spell. Okay. He, he holding third testicle in hand for those of you at home. Yes. Okay. So... Okay. And let me get this straight. I'm we- not sure if Crackhorn should always be talking to a studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> they imaginary too, huh? <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, Catherine, roll a D100. So that's both of your D10s. Um. Yeah. Okay. To to do your oh, spell, right, you're you're doing your spell. Okay. okay. Let's switch the hands. 
That's good. Um, I got a 31, and I need a 75, so yes. So you succeed. Okay. I succeed. I can, uh, and, I can help you. And, and what, uh, what is your damage and or repair? 3d6. Okay, so roll 3d6 and tell me the total number. 13. 13. So you get 13. Uh, I'm going to describe what happens. So the wise kangaroo pounces up to you. She points her spindly little arms. She concentrates for just a second, and then a bolt of energy flies from her little kangaroo paws, and it gathers around your junk, and it actually sucks the testicle out of Ariel Pants' pocket. It flies back. Your testicle reattaches, and your loincloth is still gone, and you still got a little nick on the top of your penis. But besides that, you regain 13 hit points. So go ahead and re-add those back to your score. To me? Yes. Wow. But you have no loincloth. Who cares? Felt good. <laughs> okay, so now you... Krakor is going to be commando for the rest of the adventure unless he... Okay. Good to know. You have bomb for my before. nick. <laughs> okay, bounce, so bounce, bounce. Just, to, just to reassess, you guys' goal is to, in 30 minutes... Collect an item you'd like to steal and escape. So far, one of you has had a short conversation with the bartender and cut off one of his balls. What do you guys do next? Okay. It's going well, I think. I think so. <laughs> what so, do you do next? Uh, Nancy uh, Anderson, you're really lucky. Do you want to talk to the bartender? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't seem like it should be this hard. I'm just going <laughs> to talk to the bartender. I'm gonna, I want to talk to the bartender. Can I talk to the bartender? Sure, you walk up to the bartender. What do you say? Hi. Um, Hello. <laughs> I'm Nancy Anderson. I'm with the Federal Bureau of Investigation, and uh, I need to take this stool with me. Okay. There are plenty of stools. Take what you want. Everybody who comes here takes shit. Okay. And then they go, or they try. Or they try. Okay, so I want... Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> when you say try... What happens? What's your name? Hi, I'm Ari. Hi, Ari. <laughs> Live Pants. Hi, Ari. Live Pants. Uh, what's your name? Hannibal. <laughs> it's nice to meet you, Hannibal. Thank you. So, when you say people take things and then try to leave, what when you say what happens when they try to leave? It's not very easy to leave the Bat Raven Tavern. That's like the point. <laughs> people come here and then they. Sometimes they do weird shit like just stare at me while they cut their balls off. <laughs> Other times they're a little bit more proactive. But everybody tries to leave. That's the point. Well, the, I, I think I, it's I, like I'm... the Hotel California. <laughs> <laughs> me hate eagles. Uh, <laughs> um, Is that like I, a back door? I think I'm just going to try to leave. Well, I mean, right? Can I just try to leave? Yes, you can try. To, you should probably pick something up. I mean, I'm not here to help you, but <laughs> okay, if you want to pick something up. I just picked up a stool. Okay. I mean, it's, and now I'm, uh, bye, suckers, I'm out of here. So what exactly are you doing? I'm walking out the, the door that looks like it goes outside. Okay. When you touch the door, oh. it glows, and a lightning bolt shoots out at Airy Light Pants. Ah. So, Airy Light Pants, can you give me a speed roll to see if you jump out of the way of the lightning bolt sure. with your d20? Okay. You want to roll under your score? I rolled a one. All right. In this in this uh, version, it's great. So you, <laughs> very in a very <laughs> life musical fashion, leap out of the way of the lightning bolt, 
and it hits the uh, opposite side. Uh, it hits by the bar and explodes a bunch of glasses and just sizzles there for a second. Holy shit! <laughs> Me got glass in balls now. <laughs> Shoot. Do you really want to have had glass in your balls? No. <laughs> okay. I I, well, you said it. You, you I get to decide. you all the time. Do you want? Do you want to? Do you want? To, we're making up this game together, Jim. Oh. So unless unless it's like you can't just like make up something that's like really like not cool because then all is the game master say not cool. But if you want to make up that you were standing really close and hit your balls, that's cool. But tell me now before you roll for damage. Yes. Why not? Okay. Uh, here's a one d four. Roll this. And then tell me the number at the top of the little pyramid. What? Two. Okay, you cut your scrotum a little bit and you get two points of damage. I am so sorry. Do I, do I, I actually I feel really... Two subtract two from my Dad. hit points. From your hit points. That's right. Oh. Okay. You're okay. Yeah. Um. I have the stool. I'm so you have a stool. There's still a, there's still a coaster stuck to the tip of your sword. Ari, did you pick something up? Uh, not yet, but I'm going to just uh, sidle up to the bar and grab a shot glass. Okay, you grabbed a shot glass? Yeah. Excellent. And uh, Catherine Dragonkicker, have you picked anything up? No, but I've kicked things. What did you kick? And why? <laughs> <laughs> In my mind. Um, I'm, I'm going to kick down one of the walls and see if that helps us get out. Excellent. So you're going to kick the wall? Yeah. I'm with her. But do I need to pick something up first? You can do whatever you want. It's your choice. Just so do you come with I want me. one of the bat torches. Ooh. Oh, so you pick up a torch and you kick the wall. What? Just out of rage. Is that true? Is yep. that what you're doing? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have a no, kick skill. Kidding. So roll a d100 under your kick skill. Okay. I'm going to help. Uh, 40. And what is your skill? 87. Okay, so you succeed. So you kick the wall. Uh, a torch falls off the wall and bursts into flames. And the, the fire licks the wall for a few moments, then suddenly goes shoop, and goes all the way out. I've seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. Yeah. That's real. That okay. Shit's <laughs> okay, so, okay, so, so go ahead. Do, do I need to do something? Good now? job. Okay. Suddenly, you guys hear a noise. <laughs> uh, you look around. Is there a car? Do we see anything? You just see you see the the piano. What's the piano uh, doing? Piano sagging. You think that may, maybe that noise came from the piano? Go I'm, check. I'm you can't. Can't. <laughs> go touch I'll, the I'll piano. Oh. I will creep Here, over take, and take the, to- the torch. That's oh yeah, the... you're super fancy. Oh, <laughs> go check. All right, I'm, I'm going to put my um, shot glass in one of the pockets of my voluminous pants and <laughs> and take uh, Catherine's torch and just peek in the back. Of the... Is it a spinet or a grand? It, it is a, uh, a spinet. It is a standing. Is that, is that what spinet means? Uh, yeah, it's yes. a standing piano with okay. a lid on the top. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, creak it open and peek so you creak it open? Yeah. When you creak it open, it goes, ah! I just pull my gun out. Okay. Because that's what I, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm ready to kick. <laughs> this I go like is this again. ridiculous. Come you, on. Are you some... closing it or lifting no, it? No, no, I'm going to open it again. Ah! ah, see? Ah, it fi- the lid fights its way out of your hand and knocks your hand away. And stop opening me. Whoa. I just shot the piano. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, roll under your shooting Can score. Can I do that? Yeah. Yeah, you have a thing. <laughs> yeah. Use the, use, use the D100, so the two D10s. Wait, these? Uh, yep. Okay. <laughs> and tell me your score. Um, and, 62. And what is your shooting score? 88. 
Okay, so you successfully shoot the <laughs> yeah, piano. I shot so the shit out of that piano. Roll, uh, roll your damage. Yeah, so your right? damage should be a, either, I believe it is 1d10, is that correct? Oh, yes, my damage, 1d20. Oh, 1d20. So roll the run. Uh, oh, no, 1d10 under 1D10. gun shooting. That yeah. was a different thing. Sorry. Yeah. So, so that's the I d20, roll so roll the d10. That one, yep. Nope, that one. yep. Nope, right. yep. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Four. Four. Ow! Come on! Well, Why? I'm a piano! You're being a... I'm bolted to the effing wall! Come on! Why? This is like the... Don't! Shut up! <laughs> I, you were such a dick, and I got scared. What are you thinking? <laughs> are you going to... Says the piano. Oh! <laughs> 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 A bunch of papers of like old sheet music and scrolls oh, come flying man. out and just kind of splatter on the floor. Oh my god. I immediately start looking for a good song for my next cabaret. <laughs> okay. uh, roll your luck score. Oh. I rolled a 12 and my luck is 14. You find a great one. Awesome. <laughs> you find it can't always be someone, can it? Which is a Tin Pan Alley elf classic. <laughs> Tin Pan Alley it. elf classic. Awesome. Oh, I'm going to sit on the floor and study my sheet music. Okay. Does anyone uh, do anything else to the piano? Uh, the, the lid is open. The keys are exposed. You need to just shut up. <laughs> you need to be quiet. I live here. <laughs> I don't get to talk to anyone unless Thaddeus the Ambiguous brings people to play his little game. Otherwise, I just sit here with Hannibal. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, is there a piano bench? Yeah. I'm going to sit on the piano bench. Mm -hmm. Does it make any noise? It creaks a little. Okay. Doesn't say anything, though? No. I'm going to put my sheet music on the piano and mm -hmm. just start to check out some of the, the vocal lines. Okay. See if I like it. All right. So you play the piano? Yeah. Okay. It is. It, it feels like nothing you've ever played before. It feels like a piano that is trying to be in tune, but can't be. And when you reach a minor chord... It farts. I play several minor chords in a row. I play a diminished chord. <laughs> a bunch of sheet music shoots out of the bottom of the piano. I'm going to roll to see if I like another tune. Okay. 15. Oh, not lucky this time. No, no. You just find, you find some crap. Because you pushed it. Yeah, you find you some just horrible sheet music. It's awful. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's the theme from Pocahontas. <laughs> ah, no. I am going to flip no, the piano nice. bench over in a rage and stalk off to the corner. Okay. All right, well, uh, fuck you guys, too, says the piano. <laughs> Fine. That's Seriously. <laughs> Jesus, what? <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> you need to swear. Fuck, I can well, swear. Swear at it. Swear at it. Uh, yeah, fuck you, piano. She has a swearing skill. <laughs> so, yes, Nancy Anderson yeah. has a gun. 
and her other attack is swearing. <laughs> so she just attacked the piano with curse words. So roll to see if you successfully hit the piano with your fuck you. Okay. Which one do I roll? Uh, that's the D100. That's the D100. Yeah, those two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the D100. It's the 86. And what is your skill? My swearing is 100, so fuck you, piano! Do you feel that? So for the uninitiated, that always works. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what is your swearing damage? Um, I D20. So roll the D20 to see how much damage you did to the piano. Right? Jesus, God in The heaven. big one. Roll the big one. I did six. Oh, what? Why oh, have I attacked you in any way? Well, I'm a piano. <laughs> I have no friends. <laughs> I'm a gassy, oh my drunken God. piano. Ah, oh, that's not fair, piano. Just shut up. <laughs> We're trying to do a mission. And there's a lot of weird shit going on, and I don't need you in my ear right now. Christ. If you asked me, I could maybe tell you something helpful oh, okay. for shit's sake. Well, for fuck. All right, fine. I'm sorry I shot you. How the hell do we get out of here with this stool? And this shot glass. And this coaster. And this torch. Well, you're a real fucking fellowship, aren't you? <laughs> you get out of here the way anyone does, through doors. Yeah, except, okay. You fine. tried one, and it didn't go well, right? How many doors What do you there? do in life when you try one door and it doesn't work? I'll do a window. Fuck you. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Roll for damage, because we know it hit. Ow! Come on! I was helping you! I know it was a little cryptic, but I have to say it that way! Why? Because this is, a, this is the point of this place, is for you guys to figure it out! That's the point! And so far, you've cut your balls off and hurt a piano! Should we look around again? Well, there's a stair... <laughs> I know there's a staircase. That, that I remember the staircase. There's a staircase that goes, goes up, up and down. down. Jesus, I could have... I, I know... Okay. Somebody I know guys, I'm sorry. Hey, Go ahead, know. dragon. Um, um, should we split up or stay together? <laughs> um, we splitting up? Yeah, we'll we probably we, stay together. I think we should stay yeah, together. Yeah, stay together. Yeah. All right. You guys want to go upstairs Great idea. downstairs? Always down. easier to go down. Down. Oh, okay. sure. Go to the basement. Okay, who Perfect. Are you guys going to the basement? Oh, yes. my God. Yes, but he's going in front. Okay, are you going in front? Yes. Crack where? Okay. Uh, unfortunately, there are words on the steps, but Crackwork can't read. And he is huge. So, uh, who's going second? Sure. Airy life pants, yeah, because you probably don't want the kangaroo going second. I'll go last. Uh, the kangaroo's going last. So I'm going first. Yeah. No, so going third. I'm going you're, third. You're going That's third. what I said, right yeah. in front of me. So, uh, Krakor, you see some like writing, but you're like, mm, screw writing. You right, go, okay. You go okay. right past it. Once his massive buttocks, his now exposed, sweating buttocks, 
Oh, God. Have cleared the view of the stairs. It's very taut. Uh, can we roll for that yeah. or no? No, no. <laughs> you see his sweating buttocks whether you like it or not. So you see written on the stairs going down, it says, don't go down here on the stairs. Well, let's see oh. how far this goes. <laughs> Okay, so do you don't stop anyone or anything. Well, I guess we'll let Crackhor go about halfway down and then. Okay, stop so Crackhor gets him. all the way down because Half, halfway down, I said. Okay, well he keeps going because well, there's. Hey, hey, why would he stop? And then we stop him. Okay, and then what do you do? Um, uh, Crackhor, it says we shouldn't go down the stairs. <laughs> what, um, what do you think? I don't think. I just do. So let's go. Like okay. Let's go. So let's we go. go. Down okay. we go. There's a door at the bottom. What do you do to the door, Crackor? I kick it with my foot. Okay. Can you uh, can you roll that on your punching and I kicking punch attack? And kick, yes. Yeah. So roll your d100. Which one d100? The two small ones, like testicles. <laughs> this is the d20. Uh, Ninety nine. Okay, uh, what is your kicking punching oh, and kicking score? Oh, crack core. 75. Okay, you kick the door, but it doesn't give, and it sends you flying backwards, insulting your heritage <laughs> as a warrior. Do you get up and attack the door again? Yes. Do it. Okay, what, do you, what does crack core say to the door when it rebuffs him? Um, you rebuffed wrong man. <laughs> okay. Do you punch, kick, or slice with your sword? Um, uh, this time I punch. Okay, go ahead and roll the d100 again. Yep, those, those two that you just rolled. Yep. 45. Okay, the door smashes open. Do you go in? Yes. Okay, you go in. Uh, Airy Life Pants, do you follow? Well, uh, sure. As you, as you enter Airy Life Pants, because you can read, you see that the door reads, seriously, don't open this door. But the door's already open. Sure. Uh, so do all of you pile into the, the basement? Hey, you I guys, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> I think I should stand guard on the stairs and kick anybody who follows us in case okay. it's a trap. Hey, yeah. Ms. Anderson. What? I think it's a good idea. Okay, yeah, I'm in. I'm on board. Let's do it. Okay, so Catherine Dragon Kicker stands guard while the three sure. of you enter the basement mm. that you have been twice warned not to go into. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, when you enter the basement, here's what you experience. It is dank and dark. It appears to be all made of stone. It's kind of uh, leaking a little bit. Oh, there is a, there's a line that's clearly coming from the bar down to a keg that says Master Keg. Uh, and there is something foul-smelling. What do you guys do? Is, is it light down here, or is it, did you say it was dark? Dark light. When you think about whether or not it should be light, torches immediately flame up, and you see, hulking in the corner, what you assume to be a bat raven. Ooh. Let me tell you what the bat raven looks like. Okay. It's an enormous monster that is a half bat, half raven. <laughs> it has giant Which ears. Bat? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell okay. you, it has giant ears. Beady eyes, a viciously sharp beak, giant 
flapping feathered wings with tiny claws in the middle of the wings. Its body is covered in thick feathers and it stands on two massive talons. It has a piercing, squeaking cry. As soon as the torches come around, it whirls around at you. It spreads its wings as wide as they go and it says, <laughs> And it comes racing at Crackwhore. And it tries to stab you with its beak. So I would like you to roll your speed skill to see if you get out of the way of the stabbing beak of the bat raven. Nine. Okay, and that is under your speed, correct? Seventeen is my speed. Okay, yes. So you quickly jump. You quickly jump out of the way. So Ari, you get to do something first. Okay, I am going to sing at it. Okay. So, uh, Jesus. first roll, first right roll, wow, first dude. roll to see if you can successfully oh, do this. So attack. go ahead and re- ro- roll your sense. singing attack. Good call. Uh, eleven. Okay. Nice. So your singing attack is going to connect, but before we see what the damage is, can you demonstrate what that sounds like when you sing an attack at the Bat Raven? Yes. Um. Uh. <laughs> I sing the body electric. <laughs> I celebrate the me yet to come. I toast to my own reunion when I become one with the sun. Okay, roll your roll your damage. What's your damage? Thank you, fame. Thank you, fame. Jolie, oh, Eric Pants. Uh, six. Six, excellent. Mm. Uh, the Bat Raven seems incredibly annoyed by this beautiful singing. That's good. It's directed right into the middle of its head and it stumbles backwards, squeaking. <laughs> uh, now, uh, Krakor, uh, you go ahead and attack um, if I, you'd like to. I lunge with my sword arm and slash it through the heart. Well, that's what you tried to do. Go ahead. Go ahead and roll your D100 to see if you're successful in your yeah. slashing attack. <laughs> yeah, the two little ones. What? Uh, 29. Uh, that is a success, so uh, roll your damage. 2D10, so uh, roll those guys. <laughs> 33. Uh, 3 and 3, so that's uh, another 6 points of damage. So you try to stab its heart, but your sword kind of bounces off and just cuts a little bit uh, near his chest. And again, he goes... <laughs> All right, uh, Nancy, you can now attack. I, well, I'm, I'm probably going to shoot. I'm going to shoot it. I'm okay. going to shoot. I'm not shooting to kill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so where on the Bat Raven are you aiming? I'm shooting for one of those talons. Oh, on one of his legs no, or his claws uh, on his uh, the lo- the, No, the claw, yeah. The claw, on the okay, wing. You're, yeah. Sh- you're shooting for his claw. Okay, so go ahead and roll your D100 and see if you succeed. Yeah, it was just, you know, if you guys... Um, th- what is it, 92? And what is your skill? Um, my skill? Uh, at shooting. Oh, 88, sorry. Okay, so the, the shot goes wild, and the Bat Raven kind of does a little sure, dance mocking Sure, because it's dark, you. and people are singing. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to concentrate. <laughs> That's... Okay, uh, Catherine Dragon Kicker, you hear the sounds of happen. singing and slashing and gunfire. Do you do anything? I do, because I'm a powerful wizard. And I can do a destroy flesh spell, so I think I can kind of shoot it over everybody. Okay, so you burst into the room. Like, I can choose to avoid my friends. Well, I'm the game master, and that's not... Now you're making stuff up. Bounce, 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 bounce. Wait, what? 
So you make you make it into the room. You can attempt to shoot around your friends to hit the Bat Raven. That's what I would like to do. The Bat Raven is attempt. taller than your friends, so you can aim above them. So the Bat Raven is tra- taller than Krakor? Yes. Okay. So um, uh, go ahead and roll. You're, you're, and you want to uh, destroy flesh, not repair it, right? Destroy. Okay. Yes. And what, yes. Destroy. What did you What did you roll? So eight. So I got an eight. An eight. Okay. Yep. That's uh, what. And what is your skill level? Seventy-five. Okay. That's very good. That's so really good. Roll. Roll Son your damage. A, finally. Kill it. Wait. Oh, that's okay. Three. Keep it on three the table, players. So, um, well, it was a three. And roll. Roll it Ten. again. Roll it again. Okay. Oh. Still a three. Okay, so what's the total damage? Ten. Ten. Okay, you hit the bat raven right in his face, and it can't even squawk. It just sort of chokes no. on it, and a bunch of its flesh yeah. just peels away. So now you can see like the muscle in the skull, and there's like Sweet. blood and pus shooting out of its eyes, and uh, its, its, its whole beak just goes a little yeah, sideways. <laughs> Feel that, bat raven! And it stumbles backwards. And it, it blindly lashes out with its claws and, and wings, but it can't really see, so it just flashed by all of you guys. So, Ari, what, what do you do now? Well, I think I, should, um, I think I should stab it with my stabbing flute. Excellent. Yeah. So um, go ahead and roll for yeah, that yeah, success. Yeah. Whip out now the you're going to... Well, you had I a mean, stabby flute. <laughs> Yes. And did and you succeed? Stabbing flute. Yeah, no, 56, but you're right. So yes, I did. The okay. singing knocked it so off. So the way the stabbing flute works is it's in your mouth when you stab. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you can toot a little sort of fuck you tune as you go. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you strike it right into the gut uh. of this creature and, and, and roll your damage. And then twist. Uh, three. Three. Sad. You strike it in, but it doesn't go in very far. No. It <laughs> makes an awkward little toot and pops right back out. <laughs> Oh. Uh, and what was the total damage? Three. Three, okay. Uh, so, what do you do, Krakor? Um, I, uh, because I defend the stupid um, and the weak, and now the, the Bat Raven has been somewhat immobilized, I'm going to befriend him. And, <laughs> and then he's going, to, he's going to help us with his wings and get us the hell out of this place. Okay. That's all fine and dandy to say, but you need to act out how you attempt to make friends with the Bat Raven. I, what do you do? It has I, no face. So, yes. Let, yeah, there is a giant Bat Raven with a half-melted face that you've already stabbed once. Yeah. And now the Bat Raven can only kind of see a naked, sweaty brute of a man with an injured penis and a sword for an arm approaching him. How do you make friends? I lure him in with my the, the the two fleshy globes of my exposed sweaty buttock. So you turn around <laughs> and you present your butt to the Bat Raven. Yes. Do you say anything? I say, um, everyone needs a friend. <laughs> and it seems like you've had a really bad day. Okay. You only get as far as everyone needs a friend in Bat Raven can clearly see your ass because they are so bright and white. It makes it past his damaged eyes, and he immediately pecks at your ass. So let's see, let's see if he connects. Uh, yeah, he rolls a 12 out of 75, so he hits your ass hard with his beak for four points of damage. 
Lucky he hits it in like the really fleshy part, so it goes like in a little bit, and then it pulls out, and there's just like a little. It doesn't tear. There's just a little like puncture. I, I take four hit points away, and you're done for now. Okay, can I can okay. I learn to like that though? You're you can okay. make whatever character choice you want, but it's not your turn right now. Uh, Catherine Dragon Kicker, what is your speed? Oh, um, uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, so you get to go next. What do you do? Um, do you kick it, or do you blast it again with your spell? Did we make sure it doesn't want to be our friend? (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's what you saw. You saw everybody, um, you saw it try to, well, you didn't see it, actually, because you're outside. All you know is that your friends opened up on it, and then your other friend presented his butt and started to say something about friendship and then got poked in the ass. Well, I think the wise, noble, and just thing to do right now is to give in to my desire and try to kick it. Okay, so you kick it. Roll roll your D100 to see if you kick it. All right, roll. Go on, go on. Uh, 89. Out of what? I needed 87. Okay, so you're... So it's close. Your kick is very close, but it goes wild, and it just goes right under the bat raven's wing. Okay, Nancy Anderson, what do you do? Well, okay. Okay, I just... I... All right, so I have have an extra gun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Now... One? I just feel like, okay, I missed... I I missed... I missed him. Right. And so yep, your shot went wild. Yeah. So why wouldn't I shoot again? Because now everybody's just going down. Like this seems really yeah. bad. You are the only person in this party who can do both of your actions at the same time. You can shoot and swear at the same time. <laughs> because those are actions that complement one another. So do you want to shoot yeah, and swear I will at the same shoot time? And fucking sw- fuck you. Yes. Okay. So roll for your shoot because the swear is going to hit because it's 100%. Okay. All right, so 20. 20, so that's a success on that's your shot. success and on my shot. Okay, Where so did you, I shoot him, though? Well, tell me exactly what you say to him. You motherfucking cocksucker fucking bat fucker. <laughs> okay, uh, roll, for, roll for damage <laughs> on both. That was on the, too real. It stopped yeah. being fun for a second. <laughs> you guys are really concerned my, about the bat raven's I feelings. lost my vision. Okay, so uh, roll for your shooting damage, which I believe is uh, 1d10 or 2d10. Can you... 1d10. So just roll, that's the big one. Roll the little one. Yeah, that's I was just doing that to warm up. One. One, okay, now roll the d20 for the swearing. The d20 for the swearing. Six. Okay, so so you see him, so the shot goes into his neck and kind of just glances off. But the swearing hits him right where he lives. <laughs> and his his big wings come in, and his little claws hold his heart oh, like Jesus. you hurt his feelings. Everybody just gets all, they just, pussy, God! <laughs> Why? Are you saying all this out loud? <laughs> yes! Okay, like the roll for damage like, again. <laughs> roll the okay. d20 if you just called him a pussy. D20. I did call eight. Eight. Okay. So he staggers back even more. In <laughs> yeah. a silent tear comes him. out of his ripped up face. Oh, pussy. <laughs> he, at this point, he kind of falls back against the wall and is kind of trying to hold himself up. It is, it's back to Airy Light Pants. What do you do to this uh, faltering bat raven? I decide that I'm going to sing a piece of the ancient Klingon opera, and I can't remember that it's something in Melota. Does somebody in the room know this? 
Uh, I can't believe no one in the room. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Go, but so oh, you, roll, roll your attack. Roll your attack, okay, and I'm then we'll see if you actually succeed. My lord, oh, t- a ten. Perfect. Okay, turn. succeed. Uh, okay, roll your attack, mm-hmm. or, or rather, you you rolled yeah, your attack. Yeah, now yeah. sing your sing your performance. Okay, roll for damage. from the space station. It was eight. Eight. Okay, so. That seems to like hit him low in the bowels. <laughs> yes. And he, he falls over and he kind of struggles to get up and he gets up kind of on one wing. Oh, geez. And then the other one is making like a sort of like, come on, why gesture. Like, oh, oh come. And he's. <laughs> like that. I'm sorry. I think you should kick the shit out of him. Yeah, kick him. <laughs> I completely That's agree. Can I ridiculous. Kick him uh, so, uh, yes, he, you're next, so you can kick him or shoot him. Does he have secrets or something? He's just playing the pity card. Yeah. <laughs> 24. Okay, and are you kicking him? Oh, yeah. Okay, you successfully kick him. Okay, uh, so roll for damage. Eight. Eight total. Okay, Eight so total. he's kind of bent over, and when you kick him, you catch him right under the face. So he actually launches upward, and he slams into the wall. So roll another d20 for the da- damage of slamming into the wall. Did you say d10 or d20? A d10. Oh well. Um, ten. Okay. <laughs> Does that mean he lands? For anyone in the podcast who can't torches? hear this, there there are instructions from the audience and cries of nerd. So we are going like full, full injury. Okay, so he slams against the wall. He falls on his face. He gets himself up, but he is barely able to get himself up. He is looking at you with his grizzled, rotten little face, and he's... And now he's mad, and now he's clawing his way forward. And at this point, he looks at you all, and he concentrates, and he makes a noise like... And all of his feathers shoot off of him and fly at you guys. Whatever. So I'm going to roll for that. <laughs> Here we go. He connects. Okay, so I need each of you to roll on your speed skill. And if you fail, tell me. Okay. So if you roll under or if you roll so above we, your speed skill, um, tell me. We D20. use the... The D20. Okay, I, I rolled under mine. Uh-huh. I rolled under mine. We all did, apparently. Okay. So a bunch of feathers fly at you, but you guys are all like, woo, woo, woo. You all seem to be as lithe as Airy Lithe Pants in this moment, and yeah, the feathers fly around you. Okay, back to you, Airy Lithe Pants. What do you do? This now entirely naked Bat Raven who just fired all of his feathers at you. Um, I'm tempted to sing that Neil Young song. <laughs> well, fucking do it then. And the feathers okay, roll, roll, roll for it. Roll for it. around you. 60. Is that... Uh, yeah. So did you hit? I did. Okay, so, <laughs> so perform your song. Oh, uh, how does it start? <laughs> when you see me fly away without you Shadow on the things I knew I don't know why I'm singing everything really high. Like, really, like, really You're really an high. elf! I'm an elf. That's You're right. a magical fairy singing elf. Okay, so what was your damage? 11. 11, okay. So <laughs> as you sing almost peacefully at him, mm-hmm. the rest of you see the words actually sort of materialize into the air, and they wrap around the bat raven's throat and just slit his throat. <laughs> and blood and pus and goo just splatter out. Just a ton. It like starts to fill the basement to the point that your like, feet 
are covered in bat raven goo, and he collapses in what you assume to be death. Oh, we ass- Okay. Yeah. So you assume the bat raven is dead. His, slo- his uh, throat was slit and spewed right. blood on your feet. Do you do anything else to the bat raven? Lunch? I use my sword. <laughs> I use my sword, and we, we make a, a coat out of his featherless skin. <laughs> and we all will use that as a, as a way to get out of the tavern because people won't be able to distinguish who we are. We'll look like, like a... Smart. Okay, a while you are slowly raven. carving apart the flesh of this naked bat raven, Thaddeus the Ambiguous appears and says, you, you have like five minutes to escape you with your lives. What are you, and what are you doing? This is going to take at least 20 minutes to skin yeah, this that bat takes raven. Time. That takes and you time. have like five minutes left. We miscalculated. <laughs> <laughs> I bet his talons are, are magical. So if we just take his talons, right? Is that what they're called? Talons? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like we could each take one and get, get out somehow with those. Well, <laughs> that is my wise words of wisdom. That's pretty good. <laughs> So after the wizard appears and says, hurry up and do something else, do you continue to ravage the corpse of the bat raven? Okay, I'm a wizard. Can I just do like a spell to make Thaddeus forget that time is passing? No. Ooh, I like that. Can you swear at Thaddeus? No. <laughs> hey, Thaddeus, bite me. <laughs> no, that seems to amuse Thaddeus. <laughs> yeah, that, he, that would actually Thaddeus says, would be like, like <laughs> seriously. He disappears. A floating clock appears and starts ticking loudly. Jesus, and it's just floating there. Okay, should we go upstairs? Well, yeah, have we, we have looked? to get out. Are there any doors? My... We haven't looked. Huh? Uh, have we looked at any doors down are here? Are there any doors? There are no other yeah, doors no, down no. here. Yeah, there's no. just going downstairs is a bad idea. <laughs> It's as though we Fine should have known Nancy it, Anderson. but we didn't. So, oh, sweet so, mother so, of Do you guys go upstairs? Crap. Yeah. yeah. Okay, as you, as you walk out, uh, walk past the main landing, Hannibal waves at you yeah, and Hannibal. says, hurry up, yeah. hurry up. Yeah, fuck and, you. Uh, the piano says, fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear in the distance as you're going up the stairs, you hear the piano mumbling to Hannibal, worst people who've ever Everybody. come to Bat Raven Tavern. Worst piano ever. So you go upstairs, and here's what you see. You see there's a hallway, and there are three doors. Okay. And there is an insignia on each door. There is a smiley face. Yep. There is a frowny face, and there is an ambiguous face. <laughs> is there an arbitrary face? <laughs> Well, that's the ambiguous face, is it's two eyes in just flat. Okay. Yeah. The other one is smiling, and the other one is frowning, but this one's just flat line. Let's open that one. The flat line? The flat Don't face. you think? <laughs> Don't Feel you like think? I start yeah. to reload my other gun. <laughs> I'm ready to pounce. While he's like, hey, let's go through the ambiguous face. Let's okay, yeah. Do you, uh, who opens the door to the ambiguous face room? I will. Airy light yeah. pants? Okay. You open the door. Yes. Do the rest follow in? Sure. sure. Yeah. Okay, so everyone's confident in this decision. Okay, there is nothing in this room but a table with a scroll on it. Does anyone pick up the scroll? Sure. Airy yeah. Life Pants picks sure. up the scroll. Okay. The clock, by the way, has followed you. It oh, continues to follow shit. you and is ticking, ticking, ticking. 
So the scroll says, share a secret about yourself with your friends and you will win a fabulous prize. <laughs> then it says specifically, airy life pants. Ooh, okay. Well, you guys, <laughs> once when I was a young elf of 49, I, I went into my sister's bedchamber and I purloined her uh, eyelash curler and I still have it in a pocket of my billowing pants. In a magic pocket? Yeah. As soon as you say this, two things happen. Thank you. The scroll explodes and it is replaced with a harp. And you just know by instinct that if you play this harp, it will shoot a magic arrow. Yeah. And then... Fabulous prize indeed. A door appears on the other side of the room. And the door has on it, it has a sword, then a plus sign, then a stabbing flute, then a plus sign, then a kangaroo leg, a plus sign, and then a bunch of insignia for swearing <laughs> equals smiley face. So, um, so perhaps we should charge at that door with our, our various... Or go back out to the smiley face door out in the other... No, bad idea. <laughs> You're I right. I think it means we all have to be friends. Let's go back and make a coat. I think let's... <laughs> <laughs> we'll want that coat when it's yeah, we will. So are you still carrying the, the flesh coat that you made out of the Bat Raven? Well, I don't think we had time. No, I think didn't. I had to so you got a bunch of chunks off of it. You could have made a new oh. loincloth. Did you make a new loincloth? Oh. No, because I'm proud of what I have. Yeah. <laughs> There's... Okay. You know, you you also you also realize that if anybody else walks through this tavern, they can follow exactly where you've gone in like a little family circus dotted line of blood from your penis that <laughs> loops around through all of your actions. Look, Jeffy's bleeding again. <laughs> that was just a flavor detail. Um, Let's skin Barfy. Okay, uh, so what you guys see this insignia? What do you, do you guys discuss it? What do you do? I think we should pool our powers. We should plus our powers and then smile. <laughs> like we should all do our powers? Like yeah. Power you you want to just stand at, here at and door. smile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll poke it. I'll put my flute in my mouth and poke at the door. <laughs> oh, I'll kick. <laughs> all right, let's smile at the door. The sword. I swear. Mm, I'm the sword. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? Um, well, I'm illiterate, but I apparently am the, I have the sword. So. Well, does anybody explain oh. this to him while Crackhorn's just kind of staring no, at his No, nobody's junk? ever <laughs> explained anything. I don't think... I know. I know. No. But I'll do what I'm told. Use your stabby arm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So do you guys do this one at a time or all at once? All at once. It's supposed to be all at once. Okay. So, so who counts down so you guys are coordinated? Harry? I will. Okay. So go ahead and describe this. Do you want to go on three or you want to go after three? Oh. <laughs> One, two, three, go. Or, I'm sorry. FBI agent. <laughs> we should we just do? we should go right after. Right, right after? Right yeah. after? One, two, three, go? Yeah. One, two, three. What does the clock say now? Uh, you. It seems like you guys have about two minutes left. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let's do one, two, three, go. Ready? Mm -hmm. One, two, three, go. Okay. <laughs> so, so you stab, correct? <laughs> right. And you... I put the flute in my mouth. And make, can you make a flute noise for me? 
<laughs> okay. And you kick it? Can you make it? <laughs> and you swear at it, and you, you know it's got to be good. Yeah. I swear at the door? Yeah, sure. Fucking let us out! Fuck! <laughs> All right, so you guys uh, now Shit. roll for your skills to make sure you didn't miss the door. <laughs> Fuck! Which one? So tell me if you fail. I hate Succeed. everything right Succeed. now. <laughs> yes, thirty-nine. Yes, yay. Yes, and it's these two. And you succeed because you, you always succeed. succeed. So yeah. no one failed, right? Yeah. Okay. As you guys lunge at the door with all of your might, you all hit it at the same time. Your words materialize, and you see fuck plaster across the door <laughs> as the sword goes in. This the stabbing flute bullshit. goes in. The big kangaroo fits it, hits it, yeah. and then you hear "fuck." You see you. it splattered across the door, and the door goes flying open. <laughs> <laughs> and you all get sucked outside. And <laughs> Hannibal, the cranky bartender, just hears downstairs. I'm an American. As you guys are sucked out into a black void and you're just kind of floating there for a second and you're just looking at each other. You're just floating in a black void. Do you say anything to one another? Uh, I'm going to give Catherine her torch back so that we each have our items that we stole. Oh, thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I still have my stool. You still have your stool. You've hold it, held onto your stool. Okay. <laughs> Got my and, shot glass. Okay. And do you still have your coaster on the tip of your sword? <laughs> I have... Part of coaster. Okay. <laughs> you have part of coaster. It says Tav. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, in this black void, Thaddeus the Ambiguous reappears, and he says, Congratulations, most of my friends. I know on the surface it seems like I kidnapped you and forced you to fight a horrible monster and cut at your own balls and fight with a drunken piano. But ultimately, what really happened? You went on a trip. You made some new friends. And you will always have these stolen souvenirs to remember your visit to Bat Raven Tavern. And almost all of you feel the strange sensation of being pushed at from the top and the bottom. Everything goes black. You smell toast. And when you open your eyes, you have been returned to your home and you look around, you are confused, relieved, and just a little bit happier than when you left. Except for Crackhor. <laughs> Crackhor gets sucked back into the tavern, and he flies out of the ambiguous face door, and he bounces off the walls, and he tumbles down the stairs, and he tumbles and he tumbles until he is actually thrown up until his sweating buttocks are tightly seated on a stool right next to the bar. And Hannibal looks at you and says, holy shit, no one has ever managed to only get half an item when they escape. I guess you're gonna be here with us, me in the drunken piano in Bat Raven Tavern. Forever. <laughs> and that is the adventure of the Time Scooper of Bat Raven Tavern.
Do they, uh, do they have ginger ale? At they have ginger ale? Yeah, you guys didn't explore any of the menu items or what's available. They have a master beer tap, and you can get anything out of it. It's amazing. Ooh. But you guys didn't explore that. <laughs> okay, so uh, this has gone very... You guys, thank you guys so much for staying. That went a little bit longer because we wanted to have our full adventure. So I have final questions, as always, on the podcast. So, Jim, your final question is... If you could make the clouds in the sky suddenly form a word, what would that word be? <laughs> uh, Twizzler. <laughs> Yay! Dennis, if your life was a role-playing game, what would the game be called? Um, I... <sighs> <laughs> Work, dog. <laughs> I think that's it. That's great. Uh, Sarah, my lovely wife, if you could shoot anything out of your eyes, what would you shoot? Oh, um, glittery raindrops that go straight out rather than down. <laughs> I can't wait to get in trouble at home. Sleep, I guess, is what I'm saying. Sleep? Oh, sleet. Oh, no. Glittery light rain. No, it's, it's, it's rain, the rainbow glitter is awesome. Shannon, yeah. if the world to d- could discover another new mammal, what <laughs> would you want that mammal to be? <laughs> yeah, like a half cat, half dog. <laughs> <laughs> which half would be which? Um, the front part would be the, the dog, and the back part would be the cat. But you could train it. <laughs> but you went out to take it outside. It would use a kitty box. Excellent. Nice. Okay. And the, the final question on the podcast is always, what is happiness? But Jim and Shannon have been on the podcast before, and they've answered this question, so I'm just going to ask Dennis and Sarah. So, Dennis, what is happiness? Happiness is sleeping in. <laughs> that is a great, concise answer, and I'm shocked that I don't get it every time I ask the question. Sarah... My wife. <laughs> no Happy pressure. birthday, sweetie. On my birthday. <laughs> Not saying I have a plumber costume. <laughs> Not saying I have one either. So embarrassing when we both want to play the same role. <laughs> just meet at the door, two plumbers. <laughs> no one's home, I guess. One of it. It. We may or may not have sex. We have a volunteer <laughs> to be the housewife. Courtney McLean, who is on our sex episode of Obsessed, <laughs> volunteered to be the housewife. So, Sarah, plumber or not, what is happiness? <laughs> not plumber. Not plumber. Um, finding something to smile about. Yay. Yay. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my birthday role-playing podcast. Thank you all so very much. Good night. Happy birthday. I'm sorry. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Obsessed.